Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. I am very excited uh, to, to have... Uh, as Chris is to have Jeff um, here and and um, next to me as the interim head coach. Yes, he is fully experienced enough. Yes, he is fully capable. I'm glad he doesn't have any NFL experience. I'm glad he hasn't learned the fear that's in this league. Expectations are high here. Look, we're the fourth winningest franchise in the league since 2000. All right, that means... In the upper quartile of winners, we're in the top quartile of that upper quartile. We don't build rockets to go to Mars. We're not nuclear scientists. That is none of our jobs here. It's a very simple jobs that we do here. I don't know how to make sausage. I don't know what goes into sausage. But I do know how to build a football team because I've been around for 52 years. Fantasy Football Happy Hour with Matthew Berry, served by Applebee's. All right, welcome to the Fantasy Football Happy Hour with Matthew Berry. I am Jay Croucher, and I, we are building rockets to go to Mars. I, Matthew, I, what so the hell I was have, that? So what you just heard was the voice of uh, Colts owner Jim Ursay in his press conference announcing Jim uh, Jeff Saturday as the interim head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, lots to unpack there. A lot of words. A lot of words. Yeah. What was the phrase he used? The quadrant? No. The, the, I was going to say, would you say that we're quartile. in the are we in the top quartile of the upper quartile of fantasy football podcasts? I would hope so. Sure, probably. <laughs> it feels made up. You're a math guy. Am is I that an actual? Guy? Is that an is that an actual? Um, yeah, I'm not sure Jim Irsay's a math guy. No, he's top quartile of the upper the way, quartile. By the way, making uh, you know, sausage. I, to me, the most shocking. There was a lot of things. There's a lot to unpack out of that. But to me, the most shocking thing is that he's 52 years old. That he claimed. That he said, "I've been here 52 years." What is it like? Does he, has he owned the Colts for 52 years? Like, there's no way that guy's only 52 years old. It's unbelievable. There's I, a lot going on there. A lot going on there. Uh, Taking lot, shots at analytics. Yeah. Like, you, you and I. We, he's we 63 years old. I'm being told. Yeah. So I don't know. He, did he, has he owned the Colts since he was 11? I, I don't under- believe he. Uh, uh, yeah, it was like I, a Jeff Saturday type of high. Okay. Listen, I've got a, a couple of things here real quickly. First off, everyone's going to mock uh, Jim Ursay, except so this guy. There's, there's one guy that will not mock Jim Ursay and has two thumbs, and it's this guy right why? here. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because Jim Ursay and Jim Ursay alone got up at the NFL owners' meetings and threw a grenade That's saying, true. we should think no. about – forcing Dan Snyder to sell the commanders. So Jim Ursay is a hero to me. Do you understand that? Like <laughs> Jim Ursay can do no wrong. Choose uh right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not maybe not the hero we wanted, yes. but the hero we need. Yeah. Real the other thing is Harvey Dent vibe the, right, to Jim the, the, right. The other thing about him, the other thing, God bless Jim Ursay for this. He's like, so I know Jeff Saturday. 
Right. I mean, yep. I, I know him. I, I worked with him for a number of years at ESPN. I have his cell phone. I haven't texted him. I'm sure his phone's been blowing up. I will here, uh, here in a couple of days when it, when it dies down. Um, but I, I've worked with him. Uh, I've, uh, there was a year at ESPN where we actually sat next to each other in the war room watching football games. Um, he's been a guest on my show multiple times. So, you know, I know him fairly well. And I will tell you this. He's awesome. He's yes. an awesome human being. He is like he is uh, everything you see on TV. He is he is kind. He is intelligent. He is encouraging. He is warm. I believe he he obviously has the credibility of having a great NFL playing career. He's a Colt. He's close with Peyton Manning. I think he will win over that locker room. Like you know what I mean? I think there'll be some respect. I have no idea what kind of head coach he will be. I have no idea what kind of offense he will run or have. I don't think he knows either. Like, that was one of the things that came out last night. It's like, I got to figure out who's going to call the plays, yeah. right? Yeah. Because, Is that they a problem? because they don't have anyone on the staff that has NFL experience at actually even calling a play. But what I will tell you is, is that he is a good human being. Um, that I believe the players will, uh, he, they will at least give him an opportunity. You know what I mean? Like, like he's a good human being. I think he'll have to lean on his coordinators in a big way here. And the other thing here is that last night there was all sorts of craziness that went on in the NFL, right? Yeah, there was, sure. I mean, like, right. So you have you have uh, you have Ursay and you have Jeff Saturday. You have NFL reporters shirtless on national broadcasts. <laughs> like it was it was a bizarro world yesterday in the NFL, and yet. You know who wasn't being talked about? The Washington Commanders. <laughs> yeah. That's right. For one day, it was bat blank crazy in the NFL, and it wasn't because of the Commanders. Yes. There was no new lawsuits. No, no, no one's news. In no news. Um, you know, no, no, no controversy coming out. No awful thing. No, yeah, yeah. No, no misspelling a legend's name. You know, there was no. Um, uh, there was no like. Oh, you know this awful thing that happened twenty years ago, or ten years ago, or three years ago that came out now. You know that happened under the watch of some of the people that are still there at the commanders. Like so, it was. I, I'm yesterday was a great day. Yeah. We should ask our friends at BetMGM to set a market on how long it's going to take Jeff Saturday to learn the fear of NFL coaches. I'm going yes. to say it's about 17 and a half minutes of watching I, Sam Ellinger play quarterback on wow. Sunday. But let's get into some Roto World headlines. And uh, obviously, Jeff Saturday does headline them. But yeah, so let's... All right, we're uh, just going to skip the animation yeah, let's here. Skip let's skip the animation. Let's, let's hear from Jeff Saturday talking about who his offensive play caller is going to be. Oh, sure. Okay, yeah. Let's listen to that. Who plays on Sunday? Yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, I haven't made a decision yet, but I've interviewed guys, and I'm going to continue to interview guys on the staff and going through that. And uh, y'all have, I'll, I'll decide something this evening. But it's, you know, I'm, uh, I'm drinking from a fire hydrant a little bit, so we're just, you know, we're we're trying to meet with everybody, you know, get this done, and then, uh, um, yeah, I'll, I'll continue that part. The great part about this, and I, I'll just say this, is there are fantastic coaches on this staff. And men who have done this a long time. There's there's former head coaches, but there are guys in that offensive room who have called a lot of games and a lot of plays. And there's a lot of men who have put a lot of time into this. So I have no fear. I will pick the right guy, and and we will ride with it. With, with all let's ride. Yeah, They'll let's ride. ride with it. More yeah. riding. I think, a lot of riding going on in the NFL this year, Jay yeah. Croucher. With, with all due respect to Jeff Saturday, I think he's going to be drowning by the fire hydrant oh, on Sunday. I, I think the Raiders minus six and a half is one of the great bets of all time. Well, How it's is this up, team right? It was to... minus six yesterday. Now yeah, it's up it's to already six and a half. I think it's going to close like eight. I mean, yeah. how can you back the Colts plus six and a half with Sam Ellinger? No one's ever called the players. I mean, we should have like a Varsity Blues Friday Night Lights situation where Matt Ryan just becomes offensive coordinator. Right. Why not? He's probably more qualified than anyone else to be calling the players. Right, yeah, exactly. And, um, and 
and maybe and Blue, the uh, the Colts mascot, yeah, who's, uh, play, who's, yeah. who's a buddy, who's great. Get him uh, to, yeah, yeah, he'll, the, the he'll come out in the, in the whipped cream bikini. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah, yeah. They're doing varsity blues. Let's yeah. let's go the whole nine yards. Yeah. Let's let's, um, uh, let's go ahead and do that. All right. Yeah. So they're at the Raiders this week. Then <laughs> then they're home to the Eagles. Uh, uh, home to the Steelers. The line might be at twenty the in that Cowboys. <laughs> The Cowboys, they have a good defense. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, like like Boston's un- gonna it's unbelievable, right? They're, um, yeah, at Raiders, home to the Eagles, home to Pittsburgh on Monday Night Football. <laughs> oh, boy. They might Walk have to have more them. people take off their shirts let's, uh, to distract from that let's game. Let's talk about some I, of the fantasy I just, implications. I, well, here's what I would tell you. Um, I, the fantasy implications are is that this offense is a disaster. Since Sam Ellinger took over, they're 31st in total yards per game. They're 31st in passing yards per game. He's QB 32 over the last two weeks. He's averaging 6.8 fantasy points per game. QB 32, do you know what that means? That means he is the worst quarterback <laughs> in the NFL from a fantasy points per game basis. That reconciles with what I've been saying yes. on tape from Sam Ellinger. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, it's just it's, the offensive line can't block. I, it's a disaster. Now, they are playing the Las Vegas Raiders, so that's helpful at least, right? I mean, the, the, the Raiders are 25th against the pass over the last four weeks. They're a bottom 10 scoring defense. So if there is a matchup where the Colts could potentially move the ball, Jay Croucher, it would be this one. I just, it feels like, again, like I was making a bunch of jokes, but it does feel like, hey, look, it is the meme of the dog sitting at the kitchen table with flames all around him. It's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. I mean, the Raiders aren't... The problem, though, if, if, if you're on the Colts, is that the Raiders are still an NFL team. They're still an NFL team. They've still got right. Max Crosby rushing Sam Ellinger. I mean, I just think this, like, let's talk betting-wise. I think it's very difficult for any market to price what this means. Like, what is it worth? That they, you know, they've got no one who's ever called plays. This guy's getting called off the street, basically, NFL-wise, to be able to coach I mean, the team. That has to be worth at least three points in the line. You, I mean, look... They were bad. They were already bad. Right, exactly. That's the thing. Pretend everyone's still in place. Yeah. I mean, right, you know, so the line opened at six. The line, assuming Frank Reich was the coach, the line opened at six. Has to be worth more than half a point. Just has to be. You would would think so. Um, I will tell you a couple of things here. So, first off, Ursay might be crazy like a fox, right? The the upcoming uh, NFL. No, hang hang on, seriously. Um, uh, He may be crazy like a fox because, like, you know, he can't blatantly tank. Right. I mean, like, you know, sure. like, I mean, you know, like, you know, we saw what happened, you know, what happened with the, the accusations, you know, in, in Miami and everything like that. He can't blatantly tank, no. but he can hire Ted Lasso. <laughs> yeah. Right. For people who are unfamiliar with the premise of Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso is a is a as a college football coach yeah. who is hired by the owner of a soccer team. Yes. Uh, in at least at the beginning of the series. To try to tank the team, like he's hired there, he's he's the wrong fit for the team, and he's purposely hired not because she's a moron, but because she desperately wants him to tank the team. And then anyway, it's a great series. Highly recommend Ted Lasso. But um, uh, what I would say is, so maybe this is all an attempt to try to you know, like get a low draft pick in a draft that is expected to be you know, uh, with a lot of blue chip quarterback prospects. And should be a you know very healthy NFL draft. So maybe he's crazy like a fox here. Yeah, I, if I was a coach in the NFL, I would really be wanting the Colts to lose by forty. Because if Jeff Saturday comes in and beats the Raiders, how do you feel if you like Brandon Staley or whatever? So like, oh, this this job's easy. Anyone I mean, can coach in the I NFL? I mean, like you know, Lewis Riddick, also a friend of mine, former colleague from ESPN, highly respected in NFL circles and at ESPN. Like he tweeted, just bruh. 
Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's something. You know, I mean, well, right? I mean, like, because Lewis Riddick has been considered for you know, uh, you know, front office op- uh, position. Anyway, I there's lots to unpack with this story from our for our show's purposes. We'll we'll let uh, Mike Florio and Pro Football Talk and uh, Chris Sims and the Unbutton Crew dive into the NFL implications of all this. And um, but what I can tell you from a fantasy perspective here is that I think you're probably still starting. With your nose held and your eyes closed, you're probably still starting Michael Pittman and uh, Deion Jackson or Jonathan Taylor. We'll see if Taylor is out. I think the concern here is if you have Taylor, is that if they're just on full-on tank mode, even though they won't actually say it, why are you going to put more mileage on Jonathan Taylor, who's a franchise player? Yeah, and Why the season at this out? point. The season at this point. I know they've got three wins and they're in the AFC South, but the season has to be basically a write-off at this point. And Taylor with the ankle sprain, he's having Saquon Barkley's season last year. You should just sit him and get him right. So that's why Deion Jackson just has to be rostered everywhere. Everywhere. And I do think just the volume of work he'll get there. You'll, you know, you'll see some Zach Moss or whatever. But I just think the volume for those two guys, regardless of who's calling plays, like... The playbook's going to be the playbook. It's not like all of a sudden they're going to like, all right, now we're going single wing or something like that. They've got the plays that they've been running under Frank Reich here for a number of years. They're going to continue to use that playbook. Yep. It's just picking like, all right, are we doing a pass? or like Again, like... Would you be trying to trade Jonathan Taylor? Because he still has the name Jonathan Taylor. It was only three months ago that he's getting picked number one overall in drafts. There is some, still some sheen there. Yeah, I mean, I think it depends on, I think it depends on a couple of things here. Let's play a little bit of a name game, sure. if you will, in terms of uh, you know some some potential guys that you might trade for. I will say in general, it depends on where you are in the season. Are you right? You know, so as we enter uh, as we enter week ten uh, of the NFL, are you um, you know are you six and three and feeling pretty good about yourself? Or are you four and five and you're like I gotta win? You know, so if you have a little bit of a cushion here, you're seven and two, you're six and three, and you're like then I, at that point I don't mind either trading for Jonathan Taylor, hoping he comes back soon, and you know, or taking a flyer on him. Because, uh, you know, you would think in a dumbed-down offense they would just kind of, um, uh, you know, just ride him heavily. But I do think there's a chance that he gets shut down here as well, just because, again, if they're in, um, if they're in you, know, uh, you know, kind of tank mode. If I need to win now, like, I mean, like, if I could get a usable piece for him, somebody that I'm willing, somebody that is a no-brainer starter, not an elite guy, because yeah. Taylor's value is lower than it's ever been all season right now, given the chaotic mess and the, he hasn't played. Now, this is so an give incredible. Me some suggestions. This is an incredible question, given where Taylor was drafted. But would you rather have Michael Carter or Jonathan Taylor? I mean, the fact that I'm pausing should tell you. I everything. think it might rather have Carter. I think it's. I think it's probably Carter, just because. <laughs> I. I mean, like I know, but like Taylor's been bad, and Taylor's it, it, had one of the greatest running back seasons in I, NFL history. I, I, I'm with and you, and, and they've got James Robinson there, but him. that's still going to be a run-heavy team. Yep. The Jets are, uh, and they're going to be competitive in most games. Let's race through a few yeah, of these. Call Daryl Patterson. I'd rather have Patterson. Okay, Devin Singletary. Uh, well, let's wait. Let's, uh, yeah. we'll save I, I want to see exactly yeah, the next news item. All right, David Montgomery. I'm just Taylor still. Okay, Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> that's to me. That's just a coin flip. I didn't yeah, think you can make a right. You or know what? Choice I'm going to say Zeke because you know why? Zeke's going to play. Yep, he will. Okay, quickly. Same thing with Michael Pittman. Would you rather have Michael Pittman or Terry McLaurin? McLaurin. Yep. Jerry Judy. Michael Pittman. DJ Moore. Pittman. Alan Lazard. <laughs> I think I'd rather have Pittman. Pittman. Yeah. Like, it's close. Like, that, just to give you an idea of, like, how 
That's the range we're in with these guys. If you can stick it out with Taylor and Pittman, I would, just because their value is so low right now. And hopefully they have a big game. Like, it's a good matchup against the Raiders. And so if Taylor's active, he probably hopefully gets into the end zone here. Again, Pittman's going to get nine targets in this thing. You know, and so um, it's a disaster, but I'm I'm probably hanging tough. Hopefully you can get a good game and then you can trade him. But if you need to win this week, I understand the panic. and Like, give me somebody that I know I can get production out of. Because just who knows with with what's going on with the Colts. Yep. I think if you – like, there will be – people who have a situation where they have Devin Singletary on their bench. And if you're riding high, if you're 7-2 and two and you're just thinking about the playoffs, then you might trade Devin Singletary for Jonathan Taylor because you get a free crack at the upside. Because Taylor could be a top five running back in the last four weeks of the season. Sure. You just don't know. Now, speaking of Devin Singletary, we're going to talk about Josh Allen now. But first, let's hear from Sean McDermott on Josh Allen's elbow. Uh, yeah, um, you know, we're just going through it, still evaluating, and we'll see where it goes. I'll, I'll know more. Uh, the next 24 hours, and then uh, and then probably be able to check in with you guys back on it on Wednesday again. The one definite thing I can tell you is we all know Josh and how competitive he is, and he loves to compete, loves to be out there with his teammates. Um, so you know, I would never count him out. Uh, but that is a, that is a that's the one thing I do know about him is is that right now the, the medical piece uh, we're still evaluating, and I'll know more again for myself even tomorrow morning a little bit more, and then. I'll, I'll next talk to you guys on Wednesday, and I'll update you So that was Sean McDermott talking about Josh Allen, who has a UCL injury, got mm. snapped back on the strip sack uh, on second down against the Jets on that last drive. Now, as soon as I heard that, you know what I did, Matthew Barry? What did you do? I went, I went to BetMGM, and I bet on Patrick Mahomes to win MVP. I bet on the Kansas City Chiefs to win the AFC title and the Kansas City Chiefs to win the Super Bowl because that is very concerning. When he's talking about, I know Josh Allen can, you know, gut it out, like the fact that they don't have a definitive diagnosis yet, and who knows, news could break any moment that will just change everything, but I would certainly be concerned about Josh Allen right now. Yeah, look, anytime. A franchise player, and that's what he is, right? To the NFL, to fantasy teams, he was the number one quarterback drafted in pretty much every fantasy league. He's the number one quarterback in fantasy so far in a points-per-game basis. The Bills are number one in total yards per game. They're third in passing yards per game. Josh Allen is a superstar, backwards, forwards, however you want to categorize it. So the question now becomes, what do you do if you're the Buffalo Bills? I don't want to panic yet. Like, we're waiting to hear, and this is kind of a – Sean McDermott is sort of a, you know, from what I understand, this is kind of a typical answer, right? You know, I will see on Wednesday. But the fact that there's, there's even a conversation is eyebrow raising. Yep. Uh, I, I don't mind your bets that you would make. As um, uh, Joe Biscalia says uh, here on Twitter, at Joe Biscalia, and Joe's covered the team for years. For reference, McDermott will usually point to them, quote, still evaluating an injured player the day after the game. A pretty common answer from him. I wouldn't draw any conclusions, either good or bad, from just those answers today. Uh, that is, again, Joe on Twitter. Joe Biscalia. I think I'm pronouncing his name right. I apologize, Joe, if I'm not. Pick him Biscaglia versus Biscaglia, but we'll go with it. Yeah. Sure, with Biscaglia. I mean, it might be Biscaglia. I don't know. I apologize to Joe, but he does a great job. Uh, either way, followed him for years. Here's what I would do. So I understand why you, why you bet the my Mahomes, Chiefs, all that. That makes sense. Um, from a fantasy football perspective, I think I'm picking up Case Keenum today, yeah. just in case. Because here's what I would tell you about Case Keenum. And again, I, I've used this phrase a lot. He's a professional quarterback. And I don't mean that in any kind of slight. Like, he's solid. 
And anyone that is going to be in a pass-heavy offense with Stefan Diggs and Gabriel Davis and Isaiah McKenzie and, you know, Khalil Shakur and, you know, they now have some nice pass-catching running backs, not only Singletary, but they've added Naheem Hines, like, is going to be fantasy-relevant, especially against a Vikings defense that is 30th against the pass over the last four weeks. Case Keenum revenge game. Hashtag yeah. revenge game. Yeah, I mean, uh, so I, Colts might win the division if they had Case Keenum at quarterback, honestly. Like, he is, he is good enough that he will be able to play to his weapons, and Buffalo has almost as many weapons as anyone. He, he's not going to be as good as Josh Allen, no. because he's not, and he obviously he won't have the rushing upside that Josh Allen does. But I think to the extent you have a Bills player other than Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, for example, he's going to be fine. Case Keenan will be able to get the ball. I'm not worried if, if, and this is all if Josh Allen misses time. We will cover the story throughout the week. What I would just tell you as you head into waivers tonight is that be aware that there is a possibility, and I, I can't put any percentage on it, but there is at least a, there's a non-zero chance, Jay, that Josh Allen misses time. Absolutely. And, and so you want to be prepared for that. And so whether it is picking up Case Keenum or picking up some other streamer in your league if you don't have a second quarterback. I, I would assume most people in one quarterback leagues that have Josh Allen are only rostering Josh Allen because why would you ever need a second quarterback? He's Josh Allen. Absolutely. And you talked about the non-zero chance. That's why the Chiefs are the bet right now because the betting market, BetMGM, makes the Chiefs plus 550 to win the Super Bowl, plus 275 to win the AFC. Those prices are pricing in Josh Allen definitely being there and there is the chance that he's not there. And then if he's not there for two, three weeks, whatever, the Chiefs become the favorite to get the one seed. And also, even if he is there, you're still riding with Patrick Mahomes. Like, it's not like your bet falls apart. You just right. get a free swing at the upside. Let's jump. I like that call. By the way, after the Vikings, it's the Browns, and then they're at Detroit for the Thanksgiving Day game. So, decent schedule here for Case Keenum if he does have to step in yep. for Josh Allen. But we will hope for the best and follow that story closely. Yep. Okay, let's talk about Monday Night Football. Usually we Must lead be. with Monday Night Football, but uh, it wasn't an amazing game. So we decided to go with uh, the great Jim Ursay instead. Yeah. But here are the fantasy football top performers last night. It's the Kenyon Drake Show. 24.9 fantasy points. He got the two touchdowns, 24 carries was the big surprise. Lamar Jackson, a subpar game from him, though. He didn't kill you. Helps you with the rushing yards. And then everywhere else, it was pretty disappointing. Outside of Jawan Johnson, who uh, if you streamed him as a tight end, or he is was on your roster anyway. He delivered with the touchdown. Uh, he had the one big play, yeah. basically. And that's all you need out of the tight end position. By the way, days. God bless, because I was in a, uh, I was in a, uh, I was down like, I was down like two points in a matchup, and I was done, and the guy that I'm playing had the Ravens defense, and it was just like yeah. neck and neck. And this is one of the leagues where I'm just like, every week, like I lose by like three points to like the highest score. Like I'm literally third in total points in this league and I'm, you know, I'm like five and four or something like that. It was super frustrating. But finally one went my way because when Juwan Johnson ran that touchdown, the way the score, the defensive scoring in this league went, it cost the guy two points, ended up winning by one point. It's not our happy hour league, is it? What? It's not our happy hour no, league. No, 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 no. My, I, no, I got destroyed in our league. <laughs> really? Well, yeah, stupid. Can we talk about yeah, it? Yeah, stupid, <laughs> stupid Brian Rubin. And his oh, dumb, no. dumb, well, dumb reference Three days in a row references for Brian Rubin. I, because when Brian Rubin is working on another show here, and <laughs> yeah. then, you know, like, yeah, and it's probably going to, it's, it's, brother it, from another. yeah, it's going to be on a, it's, I'm not, no, no, I'm not sending him to brother for another. No, 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 no. He's going to like oxygen or something. He's going to one, like one of our, like, no, we're sending him to, like, no, I, you have no idea. Like, yeah, you know, like, 
NBC Sportsnet Alaska or something. Yes. Like, yeah, exactly. Yes. One of our. You get him doing some curl. Yeah, make yeah. no mistake. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's done. P. <laughs> yeah. Rubes is done. Yeah. It's all right, though. Uh, yeah. He had a good run. Yeah. It let's, is what it is. Let's talk uh, about something. Anyways, but all I was going to say is. Uh, I was going to say is is that the, I don't know if there's much takeaway here. I mean, Kenyon Drake is available in a lot of leagues. He got 86% of the running back carries. The problem is is that on the Ravens side of the ball, let's just talk about them for a second. They're going to buy next week. And so, like Jim Harbaugh said, J.K. Dobbins is three to four weeks away from returning. We don't know the status of Gus Edwards. I don't mind hanging on to Kenyon Drake through the bye just because we just don't know the status of Edwards. And so when they come out of the bye, they play the Carolina Panthers. And so uh, as you see Drake just walk into an end zone right there, uh, you know, had a really nice game. They, they just dominated, like, you know, and, and Drake, Drake, you know, give credit what credit's due. Kenyon Drake had a nice game here in a game in which not a lot went right for the Ravens offense. They were able to run the ball effectively and run it with Kenyon Drake, who had 86% of the Ravens running back carries and 60% of the team's total carries. This was a season high for him in terms of touches of game. He had 26 in that one. They have a very friendly schedule after the bye. They get Carolina. They're going to be big favorites in each of their next Then Jacksonville and then home to Denver. And so I don't mind holding on to Kenyon Drake through the bye in case Gus Edwards isn't ready to come back. And once again, he's the starter in a really nice matchup two weeks from now against the Panthers. Other than that, the only other person that I might consider holding on to through the bye, outside of obviously Lamar Jackson, which are hanging on to him, uh, would be uh, would be Isaiah likely sure. just because we don't know the status yet of Mark Andrews. I get it; it wasn't a um, it wasn't as big a game as you would have hoped. But the Saints are one of the best teams in the NFL against tight ends. He got five targets in this game, and I think you know there was the one play down the down the uh, sideline that if 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 uh, Lamar Jackson hits him in stride, that's a big play and possibly a touchdown. He did score; he's caught one ball, and that was a touchdown. So thank you very much. Isaiah Likely, anytime touchdown, was one of our best bets yesterday. That one cashed. Thank you very much. By the way, as did Justin Tucker, over one and a half field goals. Kenyon Drake over that hit, sir. We got the Ravens on the money line as well. Ravens money line hit, as did Andy Dalton, prime time. Anytime interception, (laughs) over .5 interceptions. world makes more sense when Andy Dalton throws picks in prime time. Uh, Isaiah Likely, over 40 receiving yards, did not hit. um, And Alvin Kamara, over four and a half receptions, did not hit. But otherwise, Overall, we made money. We made money. I think we went six and two again in our best bets for Monday Night Football yep. uh, last night. But that did not make money. That was the Saints' offense, which was a bit of a disaster. The only thing I was going to say is unlikely. To just to finish up the conversation, unlikely here, just for one second, was is that I think I'm encouraged by the five targets and the number of routes he ran, and that if Andrews were to miss again, they have the Carolina Panthers. We just don't know the severity of Andrews' injury. Yep. But I do think if you can hold on to likely, I think it's worth it. Again, I think. You might look at this and, ah, the one reception for five. But five targets, and again, the Saints are so good against tight ends. I, I think the upside of likely is worth hanging on to him through the bye if you can. Yep. Okay, let's talk about those Saints. Alvin Kamara really did nothing last night. Nine carries for 30 yards, three receptions for 32 yards. Obviously, he didn't give uh, his managers anything close to what they were hoping for. And it's a pretty grim scene when the only guy who really performed was Juwan Johnson. I mean, Chris Olave didn't have a bad game, but he didn't get in the end zone, didn't do too much. And it's looking a little bit bleak for the Saints offense. Uh, you know, yeah, I mean, but I think it's, yes, I mean, we could sit here and talk about what went wrong for the Saints. But I think for our purposes in the world of fantasy football, there isn't anything to take away, which no. is the stuff that you would normally do with the Saints offense. You're still starting Alvin Kamara next week. Who do they play? They play, uh, they play the Steelers at, the, at Pittsburgh next week. Yep. 
You're still starting Alvin Kamara. You're still starting Chris Olave. And that's it. Yeah, I mean, like, again, like, you want to stream Juwan Johnson. He had one big play. Like, it was basically a missed tackle, and he, he runs down the end zone. He doesn't step out. You know, thank goodness. Uh, but, you know, like, the, the only question here is, is does, is, does Andy Dalton get benched here? You know, as we talked about on the show, like, uh, on the pre-show meeting, actually, this game is off the board, at least when we hit air. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, fantasy-wise, I kind of hope he does get benched just because it's a more fun offense with Jameis Winston. Of course. Jameis Winston had the highest, uh, deepest average depth of target in the league. It probably increases Chris Olave's value uh, just because there's more, more chance at the big plays as opposed to dump off Andy Dalton. Yeah, I mean, I just, exactly. I, I, I'm hoping for Winston. I think that'll be better for Olave, just better for the offense in, in general. Although, you know, Dalton has been good for Kamara. Uh, but ultimately, it just... Bad day at the office against a tough, a, a tough and now fully healthy Ravens defense. Yep, absolutely. Okay, let's get into waiver-wide running backs. And uh, let's start it off with uh, Jeff Wilson, who is now competing with friend of the show Raheem Mostert for touches in Miami. It was basically a 50-50 split of snaps uh, on the weekend. He's available in basically 50% of Yahoo leagues. He plays uh, the uh, Cleveland Browns this week. Um, not necessarily a matchup uh, that that scares you here. Um, you know, listen, Browns have been pretty good against the run recently, but they're so explosive on offense. I don't really think matchups matter. Wilson obviously used in the passing game as well. He out-touched Raheem Mostert 12-10 in his very first game with the Dolphins. He led the backfield in snaps and target share. Given Raheem the Dream's uh, injury history, Wilson's familiarity with Mike McDaniel's offense and just his production when he's been out there, to me, he's a priority add if you didn't already. We talked about him last week on the uh, when the trade deadline happened, saying, like, hey, grab him. You're maybe not starting him, but you should grab him. So there you go. Yeah, I just I just want shares of this Dolphins offense yeah. now that two is back. Like, this could be the best offense in the league over the last two months of the season. Uh, and Raheem, he talked about it in our interview, just having Tyreek and Jalen Waddell either side. It's like having Steph Curry and Clay Thompson spacing yeah. the floor and... Yeah, I would be very much happy with picking up Jeff Wilson. Uh, let's go to a darker situation, the Rams' backfield, which has been dark for a few years now, basically ever since Todd Gurley left, outside of a brief kind of fun C.J. Anderson little cameo. But uh, let's talk about Kyron Williams, who's available in 58% of leagues, and they're playing the Cardinals this week. We've been talking about him for a while here. Came close to getting activated last week, and now it looks like this will be the week. There's, there's opportunity there because no one has part of the pun, ran with this job, right? I mean, they've given shots to Ronnie Rivers, to Daryl Henderson, to Cam Akers multiple times. None of them have basically said, like, hey, I'm going to be the guy. I know that, I know this for a fact, that in Los Angeles, they love, with a capital L, Kyron Williams. Now, is that going to translate to production? Is it still going to be a running back by committee? Do they still have uh, an offensive line that struggles? A thousand percent. But, um, but, you know, the Rams playing a bottom 10 run defense in the Arizona Cardinals over the last four weeks. They're a bottom 10 run defense. I do think there's a chance for Kieran Williams. And as we've talked about, like, at least it's different. Yes. It's variance. We know yes. what doesn't work for the Rams, and it's all the guys they currently have. So we haven't seen Williams. He's worth picking up just to see if he ends up popping, if they find something in him that they haven't had. The Rams are in evaluate for next year mode. At least they should be. Yep, and that's the thing is that with Kyron Williams, it's to your point of the variance. Like, if he's good, then he'll keep the role. If Isaiah Pacheco's good, he might not keep the role because there's McKinnon and Clyde edwards there. They don't even have that level of competition uh, in Los Angeles at the moment. Are you dropping Daryl Henderson? 
I don't have any problem with it. Like, on the season, he's running back 48 on a points-per-game basis. Like, he's barely a top 50 running back. I mean, he, he hasn't exceeded 56 total yards in a game since week one. This year, when he's gotten 10 or more touches, he's averaging 9.7 fantasy points per game. I mean, just like... No, yeah, I got no problem dropping Daryl Henderson. And I'm not necessarily saying drop him for Kieran Williams, although I don't mind that. I'm just saying, like, yes, if you grab Daryl Henderson, if you've been holding on to him, like, he's been bad, and a crowded backfield just at, is going to add another guy this week. Yep. All right, let's jump to Tampa Bay, who beat the vaunted Rams backfield on the weekend. Let's talk about Rashad White, who saw a season high in touches playing Seattle, uh, they, wouldn't, they didn't want to face my Seahawks on American soil, so they chickened off to Germany and right. uh, Rashad White. I was trying to, you know what I was trying to think? I was going to say something like uh, in German, and I don't – what's a good German phrase? Like, you know, like, like, you know, like, like I was going to – like, cheerio. And, you know, you know, oh, guten tag. Yes, guten oh, tag, guten tag. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Guten, <laughs> yeah. Yes, okay, there you go. Guten Tag, Rashad White. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, Tom Brady needs to learn how to curse in, uh, it's in terrifying. German. Well, yeah, I think uh, given his kind of general demeanor this year, he'd be yeah. very open to learning that. thousand percent. Yeah, I think he will be cursing. The Seahawks might win that game. I think the Seahawks are just better than the Bucks right now. But uh, I, this, this is So I, I've, I've mentioned this rule before, right? I've talked about this, but, you know, my, um, uh, my friend Chris Berman uh, uh, gave me this rule, which is uh, the idea here is, is that anytime you see a team with a winning record mm-hmm. getting points – from a team with a losing record, after like the third week in the season, you got to wait three weeks. You just bet them automatically. You, just, you don't think about it. You don't look at it. But just, you know, and it works about two-thirds of the time. There you go. And it worked, by the way, it worked last week. The Seahawks had a winning record. The Cardinals had a losing yep. record. And the Cardinals were favored in that game. Yep, we love the Seahawks. They end up winning comfortably. This, yes, they did. And that's the same thing that's happening here. The, the, uh, the, the Buccaneers, who have a losing record, yeah. are favored against the Seahawks, who have a winning record. Yep. Give me the Seahawks. Yeah. Give me the Seahawks on the money line. Yeah. Incredible to say, but right now I think Seattle has the better quarterback. Real life and fantasy. Fantasy, it's not close. Real life, right. you can make a case, but Geno Smith's playing at a higher level than Tom Brady right now. Geno Smith, Smith doesn't need 58 pass attempts to get to 280 yards, which no, is what, basically what Tom Brady's doing every week. But let's talk about Rashad White. Any interest in picking him up this week to play the Seahawks? Yeah, I mean, they're trying to find different ways to generate offense. Like, he had 11 touches a week nine, but that's a season high. Right, it, he's had three or more receptions in five of his past six games. Like, Fournette seems to be wearing down. Single-digit carries, under 25 rushing yards, and three straight Franco Lenny. So I want to pick up Rashad White just because I think he's talented. Just I think that you know he could easily get a bigger role as the season goes on. Obviously, if anything happens to Fournette, he would be a must-start. Do I feel good about starting him this week? I think he's a desperation flex play. I think he's viable in deeper leagues. And my assumption is is that if you're in a deeper league. Rashad White is already rostered in a deeper league, right? You know, in the kind of league where you would start him this week, he's probably already rostered. Having said that, if he's available in your league, I do think Rashad White is kind of interesting um, against the Seattle Seahawks. If you are desperate, again, if you have Fournette. So, yep. I think um, uh, you probably... There's more insurance than somebody I'm, I'm looking for is like a great start this week. Does that make sense? That's the thing. And you need Leonard Fournette to lose his passport in Germany, basically. And, uh, and only Rashad... Uh, White makes Which it could back happen. to the US. That happens all the happen. time. Yeah. yeah, I've lost my passport in Germany. Sure, Let's I'm talk sure about Trooper Hubbard, who, for all we know, owns his passport and, uh, and is looking like he's going to play because he was limited in practice. He's missed the past two games with an ankle injury, but he gets a fairly favorable matchup against the Falcons on Thursday night. Is this still an offense that can support two running backs? Um, and he practiced today, too, which is, which is helpful. It's so hard to say because, you know, if you go off last week's tape, 
then no, it can't support anyone. But if you go off the, the previous two games prior to that, you're like, yeah, okay. You know, they, I mean, they dominated the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. You're not worried about the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, the, you know, the, the, the Falcons are um, the Falcons are a bad defense, right? They're 27th in the NFL in scoring defense over the last four weeks. Now, they're actually pretty good against the run. They're actually a top-five run defense. But both Hubbard and Foreman are involved in the passing game. Hubbard more than Foreman. But they're not scared to dump it off to either guy here. I do think in a game in which they're probably going to have to move the ball with the running backs through the passing game, I'm still going to have Deontay Foreman ranked higher than Hubbard when my ranks come out this week just because I think he's the better running back. I think he's got the better chance at a touchdown based on his production so far. Even last week he didn't do anything, but still he had the big game two weeks ago. My expectation is he it's probably 60-40 Foreman Hubbard. But I do think Hubbard, who when he was active, played on 86% of the third downs and out-snapped Deontay Foreman 22-14 to 14 before leaving with that ankle injury in the fourth quarter the last time we saw him. I do think he's potentially interesting as a flex play this week in a PPR league. Yep. Okay, let's quickly talk about a couple of Denver Broncos. Chase Edmonds available in 52% of leagues and Latavius Murray, 69% of leagues. I don't want part of either of these guys going against the Tennessee defense, which is the best running defense in the league right now. 100%. And by the way, no issue dropping Melvin Gordon, you know, or Latavius Murray if you need roster space. It's going to be a three-headed committee. Yep. On, on a on a low scoring offense that has a very tough matchup here, I would probably rank them Murray, Gordon, Edmonds the rest of the way as we sit here. But you're certainly not feeling good about starting any of them against the Titans this week, and you sort of see how it plays out with Edmonds now in the fold. But yep. it's uh, otherworldly rushing defense from the Titans. What they did to the Chiefs, basically making Andy Reid give up on the run yeah. entirely. Now before we go to breaks, let's quickly talk some high value insurance running backs. Uh, headlined by Alexander Madison, about right. 55% of leagues. He's the poster boy for it. So yeah, every, every, every year. Every this is year, like four like, years yeah, right. Every time you want to talk about insurance running backs, Alexander Madison, you know, just like Tony Pollard. But here's some other guys, you know, James Cook in uh, Buffalo. I think if anything were to happen to Singletary, I think it would be Cook, not Naheem Hines. That would be sort of the main guy. Jalen Warren, you think about how badly it's gone for Najee Harris there. And Samaje P. Ryan. If anything happens to Joe Mixon, who has dealt with injuries, we we certainly feel a lot better about the Bengals' run uh, running game uh, after Joe Mixon's five touchdowns there. Okay, let's go to break, Matthew. And when we come back, we'll talk wide receivers, including sure. a wide receiver that the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, has been targeting in the red zone. Ooh. He might be available on your wire. All right, I'll tune in for that. You better. I'm contractually obligated to. Yeah. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. 
but there's only one McCrispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Chicago passing at the lowest rate is a good thing. Now they recognize Justin Fields as their RB1. Yes, we don't often get a, a quarterback coming off waivers this late in the season. Okay, he's available in 60% of leagues, of Yahoo leagues. I think it's it's way more ESPN leagues and, and, and other formats. Uh, who is rushing in the double-digit figures every week now. Wow. Wow. I just got a uh, notification. Chase Claypool is being traded to the Chicago Bears. Wow. There's a lot going on, you know, and it's... Uh, folks, I'm going to need more coffee. Interns. Hey. Hey, stop making that meme and you come over and give me more coffee. It's hard to find good help. Okay, off the that is, that is That is Denny Carter <laughs> yeah. doing what Denny Carter does. Yes. Sitting in his underwear and his father's sweater. Yeah. Well, uh, Matthew, if you want more, uh, yeah, of, that, want more, more of that, more rock-solid waiver-wire advice from a man dressed in a robe. I don't think I own a robe. Mate, I, uh, after that, I might need to reassess. He is, he is our generation's hat. There's yeah, no question about is. that. Yeah. yeah. If you want to say that man yelling at his imaginary interns, which live somewhere inside his sick, sick mind. I actually, weirdly, I, I mean, I'm probably not supposed to sort of go behind the scenes here, but I'll, I'll pull back the curtain a little bit. He does have one intern. It's Roto-Pat. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, that's, who, that's who he's actually talking to Poor right Roto-Pat. there. Poor Roto-Pat. Anyway, cat's out of the bag there. Anyway, right, right after this show, live yeah. at 1 o'clock Eastern on the NFL on NBC YouTube channel, our very own Denny Carter uh, we'll be taking the, your questions. Takes your question, the Q and A. It's uh, it is always fun. We love Denny, yep. uh, friend of the podcast, Denny Carter. Absolutely, does a, uh, he does a he does a great job there. He does a great job um, a, as well. And I like that he took shots at ESPN. Like yeah. shots fired in, the, in a robe. In a, no yeah, less. in a robe. <laughs> yeah. It's outrageous. Always. Oh, yeah, yeah. At least he at least he wasn't shirtless. That's though. true. Yeah. That's fair. Always that is, that is another network. Better to go with the robe. All right, let's go into waiver wide wide receivers. Let's start with Mecole Hardman, who's uh, been cooking yeah. with a little bit of gas lately. He's been Patrick Mahomes' favorite target in the red zone. Four straight games now with double-digit fantasy points. He's had a double-digit target share in all four games, Jay. And last week, four red zone targets, right? And so, you know, like they find more and more ways to try to get him the ball in creative spaces. Like, we all got so excited about Kadarius Toney, right? The possibilities with Kadarius Toney, but they're starting to, they've actually been doing what you think they want it, they're going to do with Kadarius Toney. They've actually been doing it with Nicole Hardman, who over the last four games is playing, as you see it there on your screen, 50% of the offensive snaps. Look, he's top five in the NFL in terms of red zone targets over the last four weeks, since week five, actually. And so, yeah, like, Nicole Hardman, suddenly, it has taken a while for us to get here. But if you're telling me I can get a player that's going to play 50% of the offensive snaps with Patrick Mahomes, I want in. Yep. Patrick Mahomes, clear favorite on BetMGM to lead the league in passing yards. There's a lot of yards out there to go around. And right now he's supporting Kelsey's obviously relevant. Juju has turned the corner in a big way and kind of was the hub of that offense against the Titans. Yeah. And then Mikael Hardman as well. And then, yeah, what's left for Gadarius Tony? Let's jump to Donovan or Peoples. Whatever, Jones. Or Sky Moore, Marquez oh. Valdez Scantling, who seems to have sort of fallen off, by I'm the way. Up on they play the Jaguars this week, by the way. Yeah. They play the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars. You're Swagwars. Yeah. You love your Swagwars. I do. All right, let's talk DPJ. Donovan mm-hmm. Peoples Jones plays at Miami. 
What's well, a relatively favorable matchup against Miami secondary that has struggled? Everyone has to throw against Miami because they're so good on offense that yep. you get down. And so Jacoby Brissett, who I think has been impressive, better than expected. He's been uh, very solid. He's been very solid, right? He's been he's been fine. He's been, you know, like the Colts would beg for Jacoby Brissett back right he's now. He's like Jacoby Brissett is Case Keenum living in a mansion. Yeah. A real rich man's, like a, a, rich, real a rich man's super professional not, quarterback. Like, I'm joking, but seriously, like, Jacoby Brissett was with the Colts for a number of years, and, like, they would kill to have him back You know right what now. he is? He's Case Keenum wearing a robe, a golden robe. That's, That's exactly what Jacoby right. Brissett is. I'll tell you right now, he'd be the best quarterback on the Colts at the moment. No doubt. The fact of the matter is, is that he's getting the ball to Donovan Peoples-Jones as it relates to our needs at the moment here. Since week four, DPJ has had a 20% target share on a Browns offense that I think is throwing more than people expected. DPJ has had 70 or more yards in four of the last five games. He's had at least 50 in six of eight games. So there's a floor there with some upside as well. You think about the matchup with Miami, as you mentioned, and the Dolphins have struggled in the secondary. Uh, to, to your point, they are uh, 17th against the pass over the last four weeks. We saw Darnell Mooney have a good game against them last week. Cole Komet getting to the end zone a couple of times. So you Look think that about That smile from a, DPJ. He's a... He's happy to be here. Another He's like, hey, man who come great, pick me up. Look right in a robe. Yeah, DPJ. exactly. Yeah. Look how nice I am. Look <laughs> at how much I can help your fantasy yeah. team. Look at these stats. Donovan Peoples-Jones. The thing is, he doesn't need that many targets to produce because of what he can do uh, with the deep ball. He's such and, a deep threat, yeah. Yep, and he has been producing lately. Let's talk about Terrace Marshall Jr., yeah. who plays uh, Atlanta on Thursday night. He's been the big beneficiary of the, the much maligned Robbie Anderson. It's not going great for Robbie Anderson at the moment, let me tell you. Well, Key penalties against the Seahawks. It's, it's, just, it's just not happening it's, for Robbie. It is, it's been a rough go of it for the last couple of years here for Robbie Anderson. But Terrace Marshall, who was drafted high by the Carolina Panthers and sort of stuck in the it seemed like the, I don't know, the, the doghouse, the panther house, yeah, the, the panther cat house. house the, yeah, but now he's, he's kept pounding. He's and now kept he's pounding, out. and now he's out. Um, and over the last two weeks, he's averaging 13.5 fantasy points per game. Since Robbie Anderson left, to your point, Jay, he's playing on 90% of the snaps. And you like this matchup on Thursday with the Atlanta Falcons, as Atlanta has allowed the most yards to opposing wide receivers over the last four weeks. Like, you can throw on Atlanta, and it does seem like there's a bit of a connection between him and uh, P.J. Walker, who will get the start on Thursday. I believe, someone get in my ear and correct me if I'm wrong, Blake, but I'm pretty sure that Marshall caught the touchdown last week with, uh, with Baker Mayfield under center. Baker came in in the second half, and so um, uh, I'm being told that is correct. So the fact of the matter is, is whoever's under center, they're looking for Marshall, who's out there on 90% of snaps and is the number two guy after D.J. Moore and that passing offense. So, yeah, you know what, top Matthew? 20 wide receiver last week. Yep, I think people are forgetting Terrace Marshall, if you get that joke. I, I do. Yeah. That took that, a while. Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. You yeah. want to spoil that movie? No, no. That one too? No, no, because it came out in the 21st century. It's safe. It did. It's wrapped in, in bubble. It is. <laughs> yeah. I will say if you enjoy male nudity, that is a movie for you. <laughs> yeah. Forgetting well, Sarah spoil, Marshall. Don't spoil it. Right, sorry. There's a, yeah. there's, a, there's a moment. <laughs> there's, there's, a a, there's, a, there's a moment there. Yep. It's actually a very funny movie. It's a fantastic it's movie. A, it's yeah. it's, a, it's yeah. actually a really good movie. It's um, yep. it's yep. the best of Russell Brand, not the crazy exactly. Russell Brand. Also a fantastic movie is uh, Sunday Night Football every single week. And this week it's going to be Chargers against the Niners. Yes. Uh, Niners are seven point five. By the way, the Chargers, the Bolts, bolt up. The Bolts making multiple appearances on Sunday Night Football. It came yeah. out just before we went on the air today that the uh, Chiefs-Chargers game in Week 11 
has been flexed to Sunday night. As so, it should be. As it should be. Very so good game go. when they so, met uh, earlier in the Herbert season. So Herbert versus Mahomes, yep. that'll be on Sunday night in week 11. But this week it is the Chargers and the Niners. And DeAndre Carter is out there in, you know, about 70% of Yahoo leagues, Jay Croucher. Yeah, and particularly with the concerns around, we're not going to say Mike Williams. Don't think we're going to see Keenan Allen. Both didn't practice at all last week still. I don't think they've been declaratively ruled out, but certainly Williams' timeline was two to five weeks. We're very much at the skinny side of that. And then Keenan Allen, I just don't know what the hell's happening with Keenan Allen. And DeAndre Carter, he didn't, he was close to having a moment against Atlanta. He didn't really have it, but still, 5 for 53, delivered an okay performance. Yeah, three straight games with five or more targets. He went 5 for 53 on six targets last week again. Like, Josh Palmer's still the guy you want there in terms of the passing offense, but with Gerald Everett being a little bit inconsistent, um, and we expect the Niners to focus a lot on Austin Eckler, DeAndre Carter for deeper leagues could be potentially viable against the Niners. Okay, just quickly, Darius Slayton. Pretty favorable matchup against Houston, though Saquon Barkley might run it 35 times against that rushing defense, but any interest in Darius Slayton? Yeah, a little bit. 11 or more fantasy points in three of the last four games. He's had a 20% target share over that stretch. We've seen this before his rookie year. He was kind of a revelation. He had some nice moments in his rookie year. And so, look, I, I still have high hopes for Wondell Robinson in this passing offense, but off the bye... Give Brian Dayball credit. He has really turned this Giants offense around. And so I do think Slayton, who's a big play in a game against Houston, you know, uh, is a, a viable streamer this week in a deeper league, a 12-team three three-wide receiver league. Yep. Quickly, let's take a look at some injured wide receivers that you might want to stash. Headline stash. By. Not guys that are going to help you now, but like you can pick them up now, stash them as you hit the waiver wire. Odell Beckham Jr., obviously, at the top of that. Could he go to the Cowboys? Jerry Jones is uh, making the plea. He's thirsty for him. Could he go to the Bills or the Chiefs? Who knows there. Jahan Dotson. Jameson Williams, I, I think it's going to be a while before we see him, but he's an interesting guy. But Traylon Burks, people have forgotten about uh, Traylon Burks and, of course, Dotson from my Washington Commanders. Okay. Let's go to break, Matthew Berry. When we come back, we'll talk quarterbacks, and apparently right. Matthew Berry has a very patriotic message for us. I do. By the way, if you need somebody to drop, Drake London. Yes. Make sure you drop him before bye Thursday bye, night. Drake London. Like, they ain't throwing to him. It ain't his fault, but, you know. Off the Sorry. Smith. Go American. Drop London. <laughs> See what I did there. Well, get out and vote. Yes. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Tomorrow is an election day, 
And if you are eligible to vote, I encourage everyone out there, please vote. If there is a candidate in your area that is pro sports betting or pro DFS or pro fantasy, vote for that person. It's the land of the free. free. And you should be allowed to make wagers on crappy games like Falcons (laughs) and Panthers. Our forefathers fought for a (laughs) free country so that we could do same game parlays. Most people haven't read the entire Declaration of Independence, but if you you look look at the very fine print at the very bottom, this land of liberty, life, and promo code Barry at BetMGM. That is what we are fighting for. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of Barry Boosts. There you go. <laughs> the founding like our, I mean, it's right there. We found, I mean, it's right there. <laughs> yeah, it's right there. Right? I mean, it's absolutely. It's yeah. definitely not Photoshop. No, 100%. It's so not. there you go. Gut to your polls today. Listen, I voted. Uh, I pointed at the wrong one. All right. I, I, listen, I'm not bright. But that's what's great is you can be a moron like me. You just lost your vote. You can be a moron like me, and you still have your right to vote. It yeah. doesn't matter. So if you are eligible to vote, please yeah. vote. Please exercise your yes. right to vote before polls close. If you're watching this on demand, pause us. We'll still be here. Pause us. Go vote. Come back. Finish out the show. Yeah. Uh, and then use promo code Barry. And then obviously use promo <laughs> code Barry like our forefathers intended. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, exactly. Let's if talk you about- go to Gettysburg, if you go to Gettysburg, there's a whole exhibit. Oh, I, I just, I'm just telling you, if you go there, and there's a, you know, or Williamsburg, you know, any, like a lot of times. A lot of bergs. A lot of, any, yeah. pick a berg. Yeah. Right. And, and just. And they, a berg. Yeah, exactly. I'm just, I'm just, exactly. I'm just telling you, when you go to these bergs and you see like what, what people fought the Civil War for. Yeah. It, literally was for the the pursuit of life liberty and you know to, to do one game parlay yeah yeah, right. with, yeah a thousand percent with promo and, yeah and the, like the pursuit of you know of jimmy garoppolo yeah. um yeah and uh, you know promo code barry again just again when you see the have you ever done a, re- a civil war reenactment i feel like you're one of the guys that could you you strike me as kind of guy that would be into that sort of thing. Why do I strike you as the kind of guy that yeah, would? You know, just uh, you know, kind <laughs> of you know, carefully. Yeah, you're, you're, you're just you're into weird stuff. I'm know? into weird stuff. You're into well, weird like st- Point Break and Fox yeah, Mulder and the yeah, X-Files. Yeah, I mean, Australia, like it's Australia, Vegemite, right? Exactly, Vegemite, kangaroos right. carrying around cocktails. Yeah, going from team to team to team yeah. to team. Like, yeah, true. you know, like you jump from team, like you know how you were, like you were on the Jaguars, and then as soon as they lost a game, you're on the Falcons, and yeah, they lost a game, and then you jump to the Jaguars, then you jump to the Jets, and now you're the Seahawks. Yeah. You're like a bandwagon guy. So you clearly you clearly go to like civil war reenactments and you're a north guy. Yeah. You're clearly a north yeah. guy. I'm a yeah, north yeah, you never I'm fight for the south. <laughs> no, yeah, that I'm much a... is obviously. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's quickly race through some quarterbacks. Yes, Firstly, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, both on by. Less important, but Mac Jones and Zach Wilson are as well. So let's talk Jimmy Garoppolo, who plays the Chargers Sunday night. Yeah, I mean, look, the the, the Chargers are, you know, a much better uh, pass defense than they are run defense. But look, when you dump it off to Christian McCaffrey and he runs 60 yards, that counts for Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo has had four straight games now with multiple touchdown passes. He's been a top 11 fantasy quarterback in points per game in that stretch. He's had at least 250 passing yards in three of the four games. So, yeah, Garoppolo, I think, is a viable streamer this week. Just quickly running through it, how about Daniel Jones? Danny Dimes turning into Danny Quarters. He's had at least six rushing attempts in every game this season. They're using the legs quite a bit. Houston has allowed the most rushing yards in the NFL this season. And then how about... Marcus Mariota. Yeah, Again, my former we, flame. Your former flame, right? You, we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of one-game parlays. <laughs> Thursday night's going to be ugly unless you've got action on it, and action can include starting Marcus Mariota against the Carolina Panthers, who since week four are 24th in the NFL in pass defense. He had the second most fantasy points Mariota did uh, when he played the Panthers in week eight. 
So Mariota, who uses his legs, he throws a little bit as well. He's got Cordero Patterson back. I think he's a viable streamer. Yep. Lastly, Jacoby Brissett, available sure. in 93% of leagues. He plays with that favorable matchup against Miami. They'll have to be throwing to keep up with that one. No team in the NFL gives up more fantasy points per game to opposing quarterbacks than the Miami Dolphins. Jacoby Brissett, very quietly, has had at least 31 pass attempts in five out of the eight games so far this year. He's not going to run like Justin Fields, but still, if you're in a pinch, Jacoby Brissett is a guy that qualifies a quarterback and you could do worse at quarterback this week. Okay. All right. Let's go to break. When we come back, we'll talk tight ends. All right. All right, Matthew Barry. Let's close out talking waiver wide tight ends, and we start with the immortal Greg Dolchich playing at the Titans. Look, every week since he came back from injury, he's been a top 12 fantasy tight end. He's averaging over 60 yards receiving in the three games since he came off IR. There's not much that's going right with the Broncos offense, but Greg Dolchus is one of them. He's available at 65% as well. Hey, by the way, Undertaker gif out of the grave, rising back up to fantasy relevance, Cole Komet. A true definition of a renaissance man, Cole Komet, out of nowhere. What's that, three touchdowns the past two weeks after he would have been dropped everywhere? See a viable streamer again? A thousand percent, especially when you think about his upcoming schedule. Detroit, Atlanta, like the next two games. Then he plays He plays the Jets. Sauce Gardner, you know, uh, taking care of Darnell yeah, Mooney. Bye maybe bye Darnell. middle of the field uh, as well for Cole Komet. I think you should k- pick him up. Yep. Um, Kate Otten caught the game-winning touchdown pass, saved Tampa Bay's season. Is he a viable streamer uh, in Deutschland? Are you saying guten tag to Cade? Six year more yards in two of the past three games. He's had three straight games with a snap rate above 80%. Cameron Braid, of course, has missed all three games. But yeah, you catch the game winning touchdown from Tom Brady, you earn more opportunities. Tight end is a barren wasteland, uh, just like uh, when you're out there in your Civil War reenactments. You know, you <laughs> yeah. know the barren wasteland. So, yes, uh, I do think Kate Otten is a viable streamer if you're down that far. Uh, Dolchus and Komet, though, I think are viable yep. for the rest of the season as well. All right. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here because it's closing time. Go vote, people. Go vote. Please go vote, and we'll see you tomorrow. For Jake Croucher, I'm Matthew Berry. Peace out. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.